Yo, what's good, Keisha? What's good, Cal? Hey, Jay. What's good, fam? Man, I thought I was going to be late. The city jumping tonight. Really is, but nah, we on time. Cool. Oh, hey guys, I got y'all something. Pop this in. Now let's kick it old school. What's going on? What's going on, beautiful people of Atlanta? I go by the name of DJ 9D. I'm a girl. Keisha. No, my <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's your boy Kale. Hey, you Yo, know. We That's how you know here. we live. Right. <laughs> most dev, most dev. We want to thank y'all so much for kicking the old school with us every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the tracks. That's all of that. Men in that generational gap. But first things first, I got to ask y'all how y'all doing? How y'all been? Well, I've been good. I've been really good. Hey, and for y'all to know, hey, real quick, happy belated birthday to my brother, uh, DJ yeah, 9D, man. Come on, hey. man. Yeah, how you been? You know what I mean? How you been? <laughs> I don't know why you're asking us. Like, like he know. You right. know what I'm saying? Hey, man. I how think feel? It feels wonderful, man. I just turned 27 for everybody that needs to know right there. Your boy is 27 hey. years around the sun. Nice. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm blessed to just see another one and uh, be here to be with y'all and you know, just be able to connect with our fans who all are listening all around the world, especially in Atlanta. So my birthday was good, man. Kel, you pulled up. You know how it was. Hey. And um, <laughs> <laughs> But no one else knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, are you trying to keep it that way? I don't think they will. You know what I mean? See, nah, you know what I mean? Keisha, man, you stood me up, man. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I was working. <laughs> I was just playing. I can't stand you. Wait, what were you about to say? I want to know what y'all. Do I gotta go down to corporate and be like, listen here, <laughs> this is my birthday. Look, the world needs to stop. I don't care what right. y'all got going. No, for real, that's how I feel. My birthday is my favorite holiday. Like, I literally cannot. I don't know. It's my favorite holiday. But what was your favorite year? Like birth year. Mm, that's like a how good old question. were you that you would say like that was my favorite year? I, I would say twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. I think for male, I think most males twenty one. After that, it's like we don't really care. Oh, much. okay. Wait. So is it that your it was your that was your favorite birthday? Like celebration, or that was your favorite year? It's like celebration, both. celebration, celebration. Okay, yeah, because okay. it's like you know, you twenty one. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's, it's time. It's you time, know? right? Like, it's yeah. time to let so, them boys hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so what was your favorite birth year? Like your favorite like year? Like oh my god! Like I remember when I was twelve because that was my favorite year because I had I did so many things in that year is there a favorite year that you guys have that's a great question i would say me personally i would say like 18 18 you know you 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 are grown but you still have time to f up a little bit oh you know what i'm saying for real real. and you still have the uh the the just the willpower and the freedom to just express yourself and do what you want to do pretty much yeah you know what i'm saying that's true that's true i think for me i was like 14 14 yeah because that's when i moved out here oh okay so you gotta try to get you know i mean coming from the west coast to to this is like you know what i'm saying that's a whole different ballpark so you know that'll always stick with me you know what i'm saying till i die like i'll i'll remember that experience all day so what about you Keith? 
Um, I definitely agree on the 19-year-old thing. The 18, 19-year-old time, mm -hmm. it's like a forever young moment, right? Mm -hmm. Where you, like you said, you're young enough to like be a child, yeah. but grown enough to be an adult. So mm -hmm. it's like this sweet spot, yeah. <laughs> you right. know, where you get to really discover yourself. So I remember that was like my first year in college. Like I was like 18, but like 18, 19 first year in college and it just was so much fun i remember just going out and mm -hmm. hanging with my friends making videos like there was nothing serious about life then oh, really? but everything was serious at the same time you know so that's what you know <laughs> i would wake up and, yeah i would wake up I'm like <laughs> i don't want to go to class today and you know i didn't have to go to class i didn't go to class but i can't wake up and be like i don't want to go to work today like <laughs> <I> feel, <laughs> i'm pretty sure the new generation wouldn't understand about this but i'm pretty sure y'all seen the show and just dreamed of having a birthday like this remember what the show sweet 16 oh I yeah do. i thought that every 16 year old was supposed to get a car like Fact. i just nah, thought that's like, what <laughs> happened the, the best party ever you know what i'm saying like that's what it looked like like a crazy block party most of the time what it looked yeah. like yeah but was, yeah little mm -hmm. did we know those was like entertainer kids exactly you know <laughs> the sir mitts a lots the you know run dmc CeeLo daughter had one exactly that's when i was first introduced to tiana taylor Word. i didn't know who she was and i was like who's Oh, she had girl. one? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yep, that was when I okay. first introduced her. I know, they was lit, you know what I mean? Turn it down. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy because I could honestly say, Mom, please don't kill me. But it's, <laughs> it's true. It is true. Man, I remember turning 16, right? Mm. Turning 16. I'm thinking, I'm supposed to have a big party, da, 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 obviously because mm. of the show, right? So, I turned 16. All I got. <laughs> all i got and the only celebration that i had was of course it was important spend the time with my father we went to a movie school but my mother she ended up having oh uh two tickets to this jay-z concert and that's Ooh. when new york that's when that thing was at its highest yeah. right mm -hmm. Man, I was so pissed, and I never let <laughs> I never you let it go. Mad? Man, I was oh, mad. Oh, you got Jay Z concert tickets? You was mad. The thing is, I didn't have it. Oh, you did. Oh, they went. Oh, my, who went? Pa my parents went, no. and I stayed home with oh, yeah, a cupcake sick. and a speaker, and I'm just like. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> oh man, man! I'm telling you. So I could honestly say that was the worst. Nah, y'all have been <laughs> birthday. I've been hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but other than that, man. Again, once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in with us. We are truly grateful. And um, anybody birthday that just came, that just arc that is coming up. And that just passed. Um, happy birthday. And I hope y'all stay blessed and stay safe. Yeah. So the topics of today is, of course, black love. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't make it last week, but we definitely going to make it this week. You know. Talking about black love, relationships, and also a little bit of history. So my question to y'all, you know we have young love, we have mid love we have old love i've right? never heard of mid love what's mid, that mid love is when you like in your mid-20s and 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 you just feel like you know you figuring out the world or just settling down the old love is vets the the, the people that's been in the game for a long time sticking better, together yeah. and and knowing what they're talking about young love is just figuring out what you want out of life and out of relationship so that's why that's the way i put it so 
being the fact that we have those different types of categories why do you think certain people stay in a relationship either good or bad let's start with the good first why do we think that young love especially in our culture stay in a relationship knowing the fact that you know it's certain things out there that they haven't discovered yet or anything like that i mean it's puppy love man you know what i'm saying so you if you got something brand new is that is that is that new thing you know what I mean? You get a new car, you want to test it out as much as possible. You know what I mean? You don't know what you can get out of it. You know what I mean? But you're going to try to push everything out of it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. know what you got. So, you know, obviously, you know what I'm saying? If you with somebody brand new, you're going you're gonna to try to test the wheels as much as possible. So, um, is it good or bad? Uh, that, that's that's It depends on the person. I think it depends on the relationship. You know what I'm saying? It depends on the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What kind of person are you? You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you a dog type person? You know what I'm saying? Or do you really care about the people you be with? You know what I mean? It depends on you. So, you know, it can go both ways, you know, but um, I think for me, you know what I'm saying, I, I definitely attempt to, uh, I don't want to say stress test because that makes it sound bad, but mm-hmm. I definitely try to, uh, I test the waters in my relationship, um, not in a bad way, like I don't I do not do bad things on purpose, um, but I might push your buttons a little bit, you know what I mean, make it a little, you feel me, like, what, what, what's her button real quick, you know, because if right, I do right. hit it, I want to know exactly what that button is before I hit it the first time, you know what I'm saying, so. Right, right. Um, you Why know, how far can ask? I go? Why not just that ask? does not work. That, work. that never works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, if I if I ask you, what makes you mad? All oh, this right here, that's not the only thing that's gonna make you mad. It's it's this plus a thousand other things that you did not tell me about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it, it, it's it's I feel, hard to say. I feel like certain people stay in a relationship just because um, you know certain people are genuine in love, but certain other certain people are afraid to be by themselves. And I was the one. To be honest, was afraid to be by myself. If I'm out of relationship, I just had to get another one because it's just what what keeps me going, mm-hmm. which is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a sickness because if you don't love yourself, you can't love nobody else. True. You nice. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just feel like, you know, certain people stay in a relationship for comfort. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And why do you feel like um, even in the abusive relationship, why do you think people stay, even though they know they're getting there, getting all the bad things up out of the relationship? Why do you think they stay together? Well, I think um, for myself, I, I'll use myself as an example. I ain't be nobody, by the way. But um, <laughs> but um, so I, I would be in relationships. I remember I was being in relationships that I felt like were not good for me. And I stayed because I felt like if I left my significant other, she would be worse off you know what i'm saying like i felt like she needed a lot of help or, oh so you were the savior in that moment uh i wouldn't say the savior <laughs> i just felt like uh the way that it was reciprocated during our relationships you know what i'm saying it was it was as though if i wasn't there they would be in a a really bad spot you know what i'm saying whether it be in um financial or or whatever you know what i'm saying uh some i was somebody who, who would provide you know what i'm saying so i felt like um if i did if i left them alone i don't know what they would do. I don't know if they would hurt themselves, harm themselves, or, you know what I'm saying, not take care of their business and end up on the street. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. just be in a bad situation. I think for females, when it comes to the dude, like, they might be with a dude where they feel like they're the provider or they 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 hold a certain part part of um, of them. Like, if they left them, they would go crazy. They'd probably get locked up or they'll end up dead if they weren't with them. And so they'll allow them. And this is coming from what I heard from females who have been beaten. Um, that they would allow themselves to get hit to take that hit so that their partner wouldn't end up dead or end up in jail or right. whatever. It, it was um so it's, it's a weird, you know what I'm saying, relationship, a weird uh way of communicating their love or whatever. Um that's just one example. I don't know 
all the examples of domestic violence, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that. But that's just one I heard was that they felt as though that if they weren't getting beat on, um, that the person that they were with would end up um, dead or in jail, basically. So, mm-hmm. oh. um, that's that's deep. I think that's so deep. It's your mind is so. It's a beautiful thing. Um, it is very beautiful because it will come up with ways to justify behaviors that may not be healthy yeah you know and so it would convince you like okay yeah like this is what you should do because it's the best thing that you know you can do for this person but um i feel like in terms of staying and longer sometimes i think it's a skill to learn when to leave i think that's Mm -hmm. um something that people are never really taught Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times within our culture we Mm. believe that you know love is pain or pain is love yeah that's how it's supposed to show up and if it if it isn't some type of stress test or (laughs) if there isn't some (laughs) type of oh i want to see if this person is really willing to stick with me through all of this right they somehow justify that that's the way that love is supposed to be expressed right do you think people reflect their relationships off of their upbringing off of their parents love and everything like for example if they seen a lot of abuse going on a lot of hurt and pain they think that's the way it's supposed to be or vice versa you see a person or or your parents staying together for 35 40 years plus are you do you think they are seeking that type of love i think it depends on the environment so you know um i was i was blessed enough to be you know saying able to be raised by both my parents so Mm. That was the only that was the closest uh, form of love that I seen. Um, very supportive, you know what I'm saying? Very hardworking. Mm. Um so I kept, you know what I'm saying, I use that from all my relationships, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I make sure that I go out there and grind as hard as possible for my significant other, you know what I'm saying? So hey. um but a lot of a lot of other people don't have that uh, luxury to to see that type of love growing up, you know what I'm saying? So right. um their father weren't there, so they only had their mother. Uh, the mother might not have a lot of partners, you know what I'm saying, or if they did have a partner, they, that partner was there for like a couple months, you know, at a time. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them go to the streets, you know, what I'm saying, look up to the OGs or whatever, and look at look at their love, you know, what I'm saying, or, or neighborhood friends and family who have, you know, what I'm saying, whatever, or they just go organically and learn it by themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, I, I think it depends on the environment and how you're brought up, you know what I mean? Me personally, I definitely learn from my from my parents, and I, I attempt to. Cause they've been married over thirty years. Oh wow! You know, what I'm saying they've been married. That's I was uh, I was um. They were ever married before I was born. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They were together longer than that, you know what I'm saying? Over 40 years. Wow. So um, I'm able to leech off of that and learn something from that, but um, everybody else isn't. So I would say if they don't have that close proximity of somebody who's been in love like that, mm-hmm. um, they would definitely have to learn from their environment, friends, family, and all the other stuff. So. I feel you. I'm, from my point of view, um, you know, my, my parents had me young. My parents was, uh, well, my mother, she had me at 18 years old. My father was, I believe, uh, 25 at the time or whatever, 25, 24. But um, it was kind of hard for me to learn how to love just because of, you know, the way I was brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, two different households, two different rules, two different everything. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be open with y'all. Coming up, I was around. You know, I was around. I'm going to be real. I yeah. was around, especially in high school. 
that means <laughs> that I don't know. You, you know uh <laughs> um i i just like i like i talked like, like i said before i couldn't be by myself so okay. you know i used to play games and i used oh, to I do see. that do this do that especially in high school of course not now y'all i'm i'm engaged i'm i'm sitting down so um honest man <laughs> most <laughs> deaf um and, and um I learned from my father because he wouldn't never tell me, but I kind of peeped it. I feel like he missed this opportunity, and he know he missed this opportunity when it comes to just finding real love. Mm-hmm. You know, just with my mother and everything, because my mother is strong. She's she's beautiful and she's respectable, and everybody you know just just gravitate towards her. And when I was younger, word on the street, you know, he was still out here, you know doing his thing or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm not knocking him because he's a male and he's going to do what he do you live and you learn but um i peep that and when you recognize what you have in life and really understand what what's the whole purpose of having a significant other then you would sit down and realize the bigger picture of just having that type of love and i feel like you know my my father he he kind of sort of missed this opportunity of just settling down and having that true genuine yeah. love yeah. and i told myself i would never have that happen to me and once i decided to man up sit down and realize the bigger picture of what i have right i realized that i'm much more happier than i'll ever be in my life when i was playing around because that things get things like that get old going nah, to yeah. a different other significant other it gets old through time Mm -hmm. and i feel like you will never find true happiness if you continue doing that you're gonna grow old and alone you probably gonna have you might have kids or maybe not but if you do have kids it's not gonna be that true connection like that just because of you playing around and not connecting with your your little one or anything like that and me and my father have a wonderful relationship i'm not gonna knock that but Mm -hmm. i'm just saying for other kids it may not be that 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 type of situation no, I, I, I feel like um, <clears throat> a lot of us have a fear of um, finding that one. You know what I'm saying? I think I'll tell you right now, I'll be honest. Uh, one of my fears is that I do get too deep in with a female and then, and then infidelity strikes, you know what I'm saying, mm. um, on her side. And so I don't know how I react, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but that'll definitely hurt, you know what I'm saying, heavy. And um, a lot of, a lot of I know for a fact a lot of dudes is, are very – Afraid of that fact, you know what I'm saying? I, I right. think, uh, you know, in male circles, you know what I'm saying, we always talk about loyalty. You feel me? And so um, if our if our girl um, is not loyal, you know what I'm saying, I mean, I, I think that's a that's one of the most heartbreaking things we could have. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to say it, right, but it right, is. Right, right, right. That's you know what, what it is. And, and, it, and it shakes our very soul. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, a lot of men hold on to that so so heavy that they'll end up being alone. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, they'll grow up alone and... Instead of finding that one and sitting with that one and really trying to build something, mm-hmm. they'd rather go around and, and just have multiple. It's a mentality thing. I oh, absolutely, think, man. It's it's it, you have to grow. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? You have to grow. And no. um, yeah, man. It's just one of those things of just knowing that okay, you have only one life, one opportunity, and one time to find that significant other, and it's either you're going to take it or not. Keisha, what's up with you, though? Well, I'm, I just love hearing um, black men talk about love mm. or their experience yeah. with love and their interaction with it. So I feel like this is a great moment because mm. I don't hear this a lot. 
Um, yeah, we don't we don't talk about it a we lot. <laughs> we, we really don't. We really don't. Yeah, exactly. So I think that it's really for me. I'm honestly enjoying hearing you guys talk about it mm-hmm. and being a fly on the wall in conversation <laughs> yeah. because of the fact that I think it's so powerful. Yeah, right. You know, it's powerful to hear that, and you know, to hear you guys' vulnerability mm-hmm. to really explain, like you know. I think it can really. It, I think it's healing people, and, and oh, yeah. you know, in a way that we know we never really talk about. So I'm like, I'm really just enjoying listening. To be very honest. <laughs> and for, and for those that are that are tuning in right now, either men or female, um, for those who can't find love, I feel like I think this is my. Well, I know this is my uh, suggestion suggestion to all of y'all. Right, um, fall in love with your true friend, your best friend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it starts with a friendship, with anything. You know, it's okay to have female friends or yeah. a, a, a male, a male friend, or whatever case may be. But just develop that friendship in due time. If that person that you feel like is, you know, able to just be that person for you, then that would that would be the greatest outcome you'll ever have. Because for one, you won't have to explain yourself to that person at all. You won't have to explain yourself. They already know you. You know, y'all already been through whatever y'all been through in previous relationships while y'all talk and, and, and conversate and just, you know, talked about certain situations and everything like that. So I suggest anybody that are looking for love, be with your best friend, man. That's the, that's the best advice I can give because me personally, I've been through a lot. I've been through ups and downs, but my fiance that I'm with right now, she knows every story. She knows everything that I've been through. And mm-hmm. there's nothing to be explained. And she knows who I am. Most important. You feel me? That's good. Important. Most deaf. So, yo, we are getting too deep up in here. You know what I'm saying? We talking <laughs> about love. We talking about black love. And we're going to talk about a little bit of history. What I feel like we should do as a community in order to enhance and build our community our mm-hmm. culture our youth and and everything like that so what i'm gonna do for y'all i'm gonna get a little bit funky it's a groove thing you know what i'm saying so hey i go by the name of dj 9d it's your girl keisha and it's your boy kel and you're now tuning in to kicking the old school every thursday at eight where we take you back with the trash that's all of that but as well as men that generational gap will be right what black
Now kicking it old school on the real 1100 AM. And we are back, y'all. We are back. Back. I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl Keisha. And it's your boy Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the trash that's all of that, but as well as Men That Generational Gap, which y'all just heard was that groove thing. Classic, classic, classic. Something to get y'all up. Something to get y'all up out of y'all seats and vibe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yo, um, what we were just talking about was black love and just ways to just be with your significant other, certain things that people go through, and all of that stuff that's that are facing our culture right now. I want to say something. What's up? Because you guys mentioned young love, puppy love. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember when I was in, like, what, middle school, high school? High school. Chris Brown, he had a song called Young Love on his first album, Chris Brown. He's like, Young Love, Young Love. <laughs> you know, that was like one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what y'all think about Young Love in the sense that I believe that there's a pureness to Young Love. I think that there is this innocence and this authenticity about Young Love that I think we try to imitate and have happened again mm-hmm. in our adult lives. Mm. So what do y'all think? Like, I know you guys kind of are saying, like, you know, you're young. You may not know. Like, what do y'all think? Like, do y'all agree with that? Or kind of like, do y'all think, like, you just don't know better than so you kind of just got to grow up? I'll say it like thing. this. I remember uh, one of the girls I used to go with, she say, um, love me like when we first met. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think, uh, you know, okay. young, young love is um, raw. You know what I'm saying? It's unfiltered. It's, you know what I'm saying, it, um, for myself and a lot of other dudes, I know they know, um, you know, that that one girl, he was like, I can't believe I got you. So you was doing everything in your power to get it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about um, whatever you could, you know what I'm saying? You really expressed everything. You really let your emotions out, you know what I'm saying? She she knew everything, well, she didn't know everything, but you was trying to show her everything, yeah. you know what I'm saying, at that one point. And so I would say, um, yeah, definitely, I think uh, young love is very important. Um, you know, sometimes we might make uh, we might go too far. You know what I'm saying? So we try to refine that, but um, definitely hold on to the to the 
the pureness of it. You know what I'm saying? The um the extra of it mm-hmm. is what I want to say because you know what I'm saying. That's that's young love is very extra. Um, <laughs> I, f- I feel like you learn from movies. You learn from movies. <laughs> you learn from shows. You learn from the OGs. I mean, I, I would say that's what. Yeah, that's where you get your examples from for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? That's so funny. Of course, I remember in high school. I never forget. I won't say her name, but I never forget <laughs> her. Right. <laughs> I would never forget her. I remember um, she liked she liked me, right? And I was doing all the nice stuff, you know, walking to class and, you know, kissing and all this stuff like that, right? She told me, and I never forget. And that's why our brothers turned into savages exactly. because women <laughs> like y'all, what young hey, hey, tell girls <laughs> like y'all. <laughs> tell, tell them real quick, <laughs> man. I never had this happen in my life, and and when I heard that, that's when the wolf got out of the cage around that time. What did she, she say? She told because I was again, we was pure mm-hmm. and everything. I'm fresh out of middle that, school. Yeah. I'm fresh out of middle school. I'm young, so she told me I was too nice. Mm-hmm. I was too nice, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I'm doing all the right things. I was raising a house full of women. I know what the mm-hmm. what things y'all like. And da, da. she told me I was too nice. So once that happened, I was like, you know what? Bump it. I'm gonna treat them <laughs> just like yeah, da, da, da. And um, of course, you know, I grew out of that. But now, nah, when that happened to me, that's when certain things turned around, far as just the purity thing. But my view on young love, their purity, is is one of those things that you will never forget. You will never forget your first get down. You know what I'm saying? You will never forget your first kiss. You will never mm-hmm. forget your first date. It's just certain things you won't forget. It's it's the first time around and it's the it's like showing up to a job interview. The first impression is everything, right? Mm-hmm. The first impression and everything. So I love the fact that Young people are you never too young to love anybody for one. No, you're never too young to love a, a different because we love that different. It, it's it's different types of love. Of course, you look at your parents, you love them a certain way. You look at your significant other, you love you yep. love them a certain way. Yeah. So when you find that significant other and you love a certain way, it's like you know I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna go an extra thousand miles to make yep. sure this thing works the way it's supposed to work and i love it because you learn about yourself you learn about other people and you learn about what you like and you don't like yeah it's a learning lesson i feel like you know what i'm saying so i love the fact that young people are figuring out and getting hurt getting their hearts broken at certain points of time so when the next one comes around they know what to do and not to do in in, in certain things like that and I, I, oh go ahead and Karen. i think a lot of people don't realize like you know the first time you know what i'm saying a young love it's very powerful because mm-hmm. the person that you're thinking or that the person that you first hit, you know what I'm saying, with that love, um, you feel as though they're like the greatest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? That there's yes. nothing wrong with them, that they're perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just the reality of it. You see them. Right. And on the surface, they look perfect. You know what I'm saying? But when you get in and you've been with them for a little bit, you find out, oh, I might not like this. Oh, I don't like this about her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of things that start to pop out that really kind of remove that first feeling so you might start falling out of love a little bit or whatever but um it's definitely important to uh either um break it off or or um get your heart broken a little bit you know what i'm saying like you said it's a learned lesson um because not everybody's going to meet up to your to your true expectations you know what I'm saying? on both sides because i think on both sides you know what I'm saying when you first get with that person y'all both felt like the other was perfect you know what i'm saying and then and then you start to realize you know what i mean so you gotta you gotta look you gotta look um 
well basically yeah, learn from that and then look at your next relationship and say okay these are the things for my last relationship that I need to fuck you know what I'm saying like peep for the next one you know what I mean right you check off the list on this one and you start going to the next one and start checking you know what I mean you go back and forth until you filter out exactly what you're looking for you know right. what I'm saying I feel you on that Kishi has something yeah I was gonna say um I saw this video that um, someone sent me and basically the video, it was this pastor saying how, you know, the devil can send you all these false, you know, people into your life and how the purpose of that is to make your heart weary, Mm -hmm. to make your heart tired so that you can put all this effort into relationships and with the wrong person that was never going to that was never meant for you and was never going to stay in the first place and you put all this energy and time and effort into it and so when someone who is from God mm-hmm. comes into your life and the right person that God was supposed to have you with you are defeated or you feel tired mm-hmm. or you feel like oh I don't want to go down this road again <laughs> so my biggest thing is just always be I think excited about love mm-hmm. you know and the possibility of it mm-hmm. like what, what was that uh, love jones the possibility oh, <laughs> I love you know but like <laughs> you know just being excited about it and not getting knocked down and staying there you know mm-hmm. so like like where your heart is hardened and you don't have the capacity or you shut your heart down to where you don't ha- want to have the capacity to love again because you know you do because your heart is able to love and give unconditional love so that's something that i would just say like you know just as long just keep your heart open and that's that purity about it is like if you love like you've never been hurt before that's the, the one thing is like when you love like you've never been hurt before you give yourself the opportunity to have that young love again. exactly i feel yeah. you on that she's talking to all y'all icebox folks out there you know what i'm saying y'all, <laughs> y'all know who y'all are just you know what i'm saying just, just remo- remove that you know what i'm saying put yeah. that guard down a little bit you know what i mean because it's very important that you do if you keep it up you'll be alone i promise you you'll be miserable you don't want to be like that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying it, it is there's somebody it's too many people out here that's what i always say you know what i'm saying if i feel bad whatever it's too many people out here, you know what I'm saying? Whoever you was with yesterday is not the same person you could be with tomorrow or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you'll never know. So And you'll never find out if you icebox, you know what I mean? So Most yeah. deaf, most yeah. deaf. I mean, yo, we all heard it here. We are giving y'all nothing but positive positive insights on just black love and um, what we've been through as well. Um, it's crazy you say that because, um, uh, <laughs> like I said, you'll never forget that first one you've been with. And of course, I'm engaged now. I'm engaged, but when I went down to Florida, I ended up bumping into my first ever. Mm. I ended up bumping into her, and um, me and her started reminiscing, talking. You know what she had going on, what I had going on, and um, it was just nothing but genuine respect. And um, for those youngins out there who are holding that 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 thing you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. that thing for that special person don't give it up to anybody at all make sure don't don't just give it up to you know say you did it give it up to the person that you're going to want to remember for the rest of your life good or bad Make sure you give it up for the person for the rest of your life. And not me personally, I feel like you should wait until marriage. It's just coming from me. <laughs> you know, I wasn't fortunate enough to do all of that. But 
Me personally, just wait until you find that right one to do it. For example, my fiance, I was the first everything, whatever whoop, she was 26 years old. Not 26, 23, my fault. Mm. Before any and everything. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you do that, find a purity in the person and actually get to know instead of just throwing all your goods out there mm -hmm. you will have respect from not only your significant other but you will have respect for yourself and you will have respect from all of your peers because you know you just can't be tricked into doing certain things in order to to make that person feel good and just about being with you now i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest you know what i'm saying like really honest um I can't even hold that standard to both sides. You know what I'm saying? Because in my opinion, that part, to me, I'm going to be 100. It's important. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think um, now, definitely be careful about who you do it with. Man, I'll say that part. You know what I'm saying? Make sure them folks are not talkative about it if y'all do happen to do it. I don't think I care if you did it a lot. Well, I okay. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the quality. You know what I'm saying? But, um. Cause I ain't gonna lie, that is a part of, uh, in my relationship that that I like. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But um, and so for them, I wouldn't put them to the standard of being, oh, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Woo -woo and all that. You feel me? Cause I I I've done it. You know what I'm saying? Before I met them, and if you did it before I met you, okay, it is what it is. Right. Who are you as a person? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, if you were able to keep it under wraps, you know what I'm saying? In terms of now everybody talking about it, and you know what I'm saying? The quality of the people you were with were decent people. Go ahead, you know what I'm saying. That's you know what I'm that's what I look for. So, I um, if I would say anything, quality over quantity is what I'll say. You know what I'm saying when it comes to that. So, if you do decide to go and and do that before your time, whatever, before you get married, just make sure the quality was right and it made sense, and that the people you chose were upstanding citizens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they most pay their taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most mm -hmm. deaf, most deaf. Keisha, you got something to put on? Well, there? I mean, yeah, I think that um, I definitely agree with Kale, definitely, um, in the sense that, you know, it's the idea is, okay, don't have sex before you're married. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, that is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, man. I think it's really, really cute. Shout, hey, shout out to you. Look, listen, if you did that, man. Shout out to you. Riffer. I'm telling you. Riffer. <laughs> so I remember the reason why I say this and I say that it's cute. I think that people create these standards of what they think is the most holiest, the mm. most purest, the most mm -hmm. this and that. And, and so I say that I remember there was like this couple who had waited till sex to have marriage. Waited till marriage to have sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and once they got married, they said, oh, we are not having sex because of the fact that, like, oh, my God, we're abstaining from it again because, like, it has to be even twice as holy. You yeah, know, God right, has right. to, like, you know, really be blessing us because of the fact that, you know, we're abstaining from sex. Mm -hmm. And so I was like. I was just watching this couple, like, are they serious? Yeah. Like, you know, like, the fact that they <laughs> had said that, like, oh, we're, it's even more holier than because yeah. of the fact that we, you know, when we have, when we get all hot and bothered, we leave the room so we don't get carried away. I'm That's, like, yeah, see, so like, what? what? <laughs> so, I, it really made me see that some people 
try to create some standard of what they think is holier than mm. now. Mm. So they create these like, oh, these um, it's like when you have a race and then like every time you think you're getting closer to the finish line, it's like moved further. Yeah. Right, right. And then now it's like, oh, my God, now like now. So I'm not supposed to have sex and marriage. Like, you know, so right. I just think like what works for you works for you. Exactly. Like, I, mm. that's why I say I think it's cute that people will say like, you know, wait till you're married and all this stuff. I'm like, no, teach your kids how to have safe Sex. Yeah, that's the one. I think like, yeah, safe sex, do, do it. Please. If you yes. do it early, definitely learn how to do it as 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 decent as possible. You know yes. what I'm saying? Without because it's a lot of danger in doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and pay your taxes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, like that's the that to me that's a more realistic approach and not being shamed mm-hmm. for having sex. For the that, record, to me is the biggest thing. For the record, I say if you could. No, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to be like, what Jay just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if you I could. You. Yeah, and I, cause, but I, yeah, and I understand that. I think that be heavy on the if you can. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, there is no shame. Do it the right mm-hmm. way. And that's why I say, like, I think people need to remove the shame from sex. But also, at the same time, understand how to have safe sex, not mm-hmm. just with a condom. But how to protect your heart when having sex mm, too? Because so energy do thing. travel. It does. It, yeah. it, you know, it, it scared me at one point in time because I remember when I had sex and you know did what I did. I remember being in a different relationship and acting like the other significant other, yeah. and it scared me because it was certain things that she would come at me with. And I'd be like in denial and da da da. Then when I be in the other relationship, I would come at. My significant other with the same certain similar details. Mm-hmm. And I'm like That's what people call soul ties. Man, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So definitely energy travels when you have sex. So be careful. Mind for that. Yeah, I mean, I okay, yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but what I was gonna also say too is because protecting your heart is important. So I remember I had a friend, she was uh talking to this guy and she was a virgin. And mm. I remember she was like wanting him to be because she was in love with him yeah. so much mm-hmm. and she wanted him to be the one mm-hmm. so bad. And um, I remember kind of like knowing her for years and watching her lose herself mm-hmm. and she never even had sex with him. Mm-hmm. And so it was the availability of her heart to be taken and for her confidence to be at someone else's like you know their mercy basically yeah like yeah. so that's why i, I say you. it's there are so many levels to it that's why i'm like practice safe sex with mm-hmm. your heart protected and safe sex physically with condoms and you know because we don't it's just too much that goes into it yeah that's why people say don't do it because there's so many things that come with it right. but i'm like if someone could not have sex with someone and mentally fall in love with them and physically start to like like oh my god like i feel weak when i'm not with them or like i'm mm-hmm. sad and mm-hmm. all this stuff so if that happens that lets you know that's not just sex transferring energy no. you know it's something else there too yeah. mm-hmm. so that's why i'm like it's all about learning how to protect yourself not just you know with sex but also how to protect your heart my favorite verse in the bible for a number of reasons is Proverbs 4.23 and it's guard your heart above all else for mm-hmm. it determines the course of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's also because my birthday is April 23rd. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I, I love it. But like it's uh, it says so much. There's so much wisdom in that, mm-hmm. you know, like guard your heart, protect your heart. 
And it doesn't mean be icebox. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean, you know, start like, you know, shutting people down. Right. It's just a, a matter of understanding that if your heart is, you know, deterred away from where you're supposed to be, it will it will show up in your life. I'm mm-hmm. digging this episode, y'all. I'm digging this episode. Mm-hmm. We're talking about some real ish right now, you dig? So what I want to do for y'all is um what we want to do for y'all is play this Love Joel's joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to put this out there right quick because she had my mind thinking about one of my favorite movies talking about love <laughs> is just showing black love. So when we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of ways to elevate our community as well as our future as a culture. And we're going to close this thing out. So, yo, I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl, Keisha. And it's your boy, Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the tracks. That's all of that. But as well as men, that generational gap will be right what? Black. Say, baby, can I be your slave? I've got to admit, girl, you're the girl, and I'm digging you like a grave. Now, do they call you daughter to the spinning pulsar, or maybe queen of 10,000 moons? Sister to the distant yet rising star. Is your name Yemiya? Oh, hell no. It's got to be Oshun. Ooh. Is that a smile me put on your face, child? Wide as a field of jasmine and glover. Talk that talk, honey. Walk that walk, money. How on legs I spanked Jehovah. Shit. Who am I? It's not important. But they call me brother to the night. And right now, I'm the blues in your left thigh. I'm trying to become the funk in your right. Who am I? I'll be whoever you say. But right now, I'm the sight-raped hunter, blindly pursuing you as my prey. And I just want to give you injections of sublime erections and get you to dance to my rhythm. Make you dream archetypes of black angels in flight upon wings of distorted, contorted, metaphoric gism. Come on, Slim. Fuck your man. I ain't worried about him. It's you who I want to step to my scene. Cause rather than deal with the fallacy of this dry ash reality, I'd rather dance and romance your sweet ass in a wet dream. Mm. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> well, they all call me brother to the night. And right now, I'm the blues in your left thigh. Trying to become the funk in your right. Is that all right? There we go. Okay, okay. Don't do me crazy. Okay. Uh. Hey, yo. Know what a dog needs. Do you really know what a dog needs? Chasing the cat to-
And if I come home, gotta go, just give me the whip. I ain't got time for the lip. Just open the fence. Let me go, I come back. I ain't got time to convince. Every since I was a pup, I've been stuck with the street. Keep the heat. You gotta eat. I'll pass in the week. If it's out there, I want it. All at one time. So when it's my time, I'm done. And we are back, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that Love Jones poem as well as the DMS and Aaliyah come back in one piece. We celebrating love is also black love and um history, a little bit of history. So what things, well, I go by the name of DJ Nandi. It's your Akusha. It's your boy, Kel. <laughs> and you're not tuning in kicking the old school every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the trust. That's all of that. But as well as men, that generation, the gap. Um... So what ways do y'all think um, we, as a community, what ways do y'all think we, we should, what things that y'all think we should do to elevate our community in a way for our black future? So I say, uh, you know, individually, I think we should break these generational curses, man. Um, just take care of our kids, you know what I'm saying? As black men, I mean, I, th- I feel like we've been doing it way better um, than recent, you know what I mean? Um but definitely um, start making sure, you know what I'm saying, a lot of us still, we, we're still having uh, kids with, with females we don't care about, you know what I'm saying. I think we need to start taking that real serious, you know what I'm saying. That's our seed. We're leaving a footprint, you know what I'm saying. So let's let's start thinking about it. I remember hearing once some guy saying, like, they he, was find, he would find a girl that he knows would take care of the kids, and that's who he would have a baby. Yeah, it, it's it's it real. sounds so twisted to me. I was like, oh my god! I hope that people aren't running around the world like thinking like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like people right like they might not like what I'm about to say, but you know, with Nick Cannon talking about you know, I, I'm gonna have kids with whoever, and it's you're you're hurting your child. You know what I'm saying? At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know what I'm saying? No matter you don't know you don't know what your child will be thinking about when he has six other brothers from like five different women. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't really have any true siblings with him all the time. Um, because you know what I'm saying, you want to go around and just spread your seed. Um, but reflecting off of Keisha, I ain't mean to cut you off. No, no, you good. But reflecting off of Keisha, um, from a male point of view, I get your point of view, but from a male point of view, certain things, um, just finding that significant other to have a seed with, you have to understand there's some fathers out here that are facing a lot of hell from their significant other or female anything. Because if, if, we can all agree that something that that a, a woman can hold a child against a man and 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 put him on child support create hell for them. You know what I'm saying? So I understand certain men being cautious of you know laying down with a significant other and creating a child. But if you do that for a long time, you might end up by yourself. So it's kind of a, a yeah, let me just at least say this again too. Like they were saying that with no intentions on being there. Oh, in the child's okay. life. That's what. That's what I forgot. So that I'm was sorry. a re- actually that was a really important thing to say. I forgot <laughs> that part. They were saying that they wanted to find specific women who would be a good mother to the children mm-hmm. that they were creating because they knew like they really weren't trying to be present mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. like 
can we like, can we cancel that? Can we not do yeah, that? Yeah, and, you I'm know, I was like, that. whoa. I'm not down with so, that. So, yeah, that's that's something I'm just like, okay, yeah, mm. please. Other things I think we should do as a community is start with education and economic development. Man, Absolutely. I feel like those are the first two things we need to focus on for us, just building our community, as well as sitting down at a dinner table and actually conversating with your kids and everything like that, because that's what builds their character. That's what. No, yeah, that's, um, R.P. Nip. You know what I'm saying? I think he he Most definitely that. was was a big advocate of of trying to put. Um, more economic uh, decisions in, in the black household, you know what I'm saying, at, at early, really early, you know what I'm saying, even if you don't have a lot of money, you don't, and you feel like you might not need an economic advisor or somebody to help you with your um, financial decisions, that's that's a lie, you know what I'm saying, you always need extra help with economic decisions, so definitely um, start learning more about um, financing, um, stocks, bonds, whatever about money that you can early, even if you don't have it, you'll be surprised how much that information will help you out. Most deaf, most deaf, I mean, yo. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time spending with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all so much for kicking the old school with us. You know, every Thursday. It was a day. I feel like this was therapeutic. You know what, guys? When you talk, sometimes when you share your feelings, Mm -hmm. it is very therapeutic. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm a man. Okay? It is very therapeutic. That's why when people be like, (laughs) oh, like women, they would just sit and talk about their feelings. Yes, because it's yeah, it feels good, mm. and so I'm glad you guys got your moment. That's why I was just letting y'all talk. I was like, ah, <laughs> I like this. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. It was very therapeutic, and I'm pretty sure people who are listening can really either relate or at least admire the vulnerability. Most definitely, most definitely. And I hope everybody got something from this conversation, or maybe even learned something far as just moving forward. Yeah, and I want to start hearing what people got to say too. We gotta to start seeing, like, you know, how we yeah. can interact with people and see what they thinking, and you know, what do y'all think about love? And most definitely, like most definitely. So, yeah. If y'all wanna, you know, come to the show or even call in, the number is four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero. Once again, four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero. Hit us up on Instagram. Mine is the real DJ Nine D, and mine is Keish Dun Did It. That's K E I S H D O N E D I D I T. Keish Dun Did It. And mine is New Kelly N U E dot K E L L Y. Hey man, hey, it was enough. Slide in our DM. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but be nice though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Please yeah. will, be nice. You will get blocked. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, man, I'm looking forward to the future of our people. Um, y'all are beautiful. Y'all are smart. Y'all are brilliant. Y'all made so many inventions. And, yeah, man, another one in the bus, man. Anything y'all want to leave them with before we get up out of here, y'all? Hey, shout out to uh, the newly nominated uh, Supreme Court. Um, what, is it? what do you call them? Justices? Mm-hmm. Katanji uh, Brown, I think his order name is. You know what I'm saying? She just got nominated either yesterday or today. So shout out to her. The first black woman to be nominated you know what i'm saying joe biden actually made a you know he actually did what he promised he was gonna do with with that part you know what i mean so mm. shout out to her you know what i'm saying hopefully she'll be able to help make some great decisions in the future queen for sure um i would just say go be great love people spread love spread love and 
Pay for the person behind you's meal. <laughs> if you got it. You know what I'm saying? If you, pay for if their you got meal. It. Tell them that they only get the meal if they pay for the person behind them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to all the young kings out there, wrap it up. We got this next song by Mad Cobra. Flex. Be safe. Be blessed. No. I could to get her in a like a surgeon, prepare the surgery. But I would be little girl and charge me for perjury. Action with the injection, work it, work it. Girl, I call to plan, girl, flex. Time to have sex. Look how long you have the road wire, you sweet girl, flex. Time to have sex. Look how long you have the road wire, no Skin profound, the surgery, no mirror. Ain't no wasting no time. Reach your climax, girl, anytime, no mirror. Receive what me ever gave for. Good love in every day that you live for. Ready, girl, let's go for it. I'm gonna girl from start to finish, girl, flex. So, time to have sex. So, look how long you have the road Yo, thank y'all for tuning in to the hottest show in Atlanta, where we take you back with the trash that's all of that, kicking the old school from the real 1100.